Valentine's Day. Yeah, man. Valentine's Day is coming up in a couple of weeks. We don't celebrate. Me and her don't celebrate. I, it's, I, it's not a day that's like, I mean, obviously, but it's never been a, a big day for me regardless. So single or otherwise, I could give a fuck. It's, it's a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a day. It's another day for me to go spend a shitload of money. Well, that's a, it's, I think it was invented a Hallmark to make for us to make babies in order to buy more birthday cards. <laughs> Welcome to the Basement Lounge Podcast with your hosts, Mike Shea and Mike Wells. Sit back, grab a drink, relax. Let's see where the time takes us. Enjoy. I saw a buddy of mine was talking about, he was all pissed off. They were talking about uh, postponing because we were going to get married this uh, this year. They were talking about postponing the wedding because they did, him and his wife didn't want to cancel their bachelor and bachelorette party plans. What? First of all, what like do people still fucking do those? Like I guess I don't like I don't I don't I fucking didn't. well I'm, I'm on my second marriage because I'm awesome. Um, <laughs> but like like I didn't do one for my second marriage. I've never understood the idea of the the bachelor party like to begin with. Like last time out but it's not like you can't fuck anybody like you know what i mean i mean like i mean some people probably could if they're in but, that type of relationship but that seems to be like the stereotype is like let's go to vegas and like get as into as much debauchery as humanly fucking possible it's like it kind of makes you wonder how many marriages have been destroyed by bachelor parties at least 17 million thousand <laughs> i don't know like uh, it makes you wonder what's going on on bachelor. Like, like my first bachelor party, uh, I like they took me to like a fucking diamonds strip club, and I'm like, whatever, right? Cool, and we got drunk, whatever. But like she's like fucking giving me a lap dance, and I was like, I told her, I was like, listen, like you're not doing it for me. Right. Like you can keep on. You're gonna give yourself rug burn. I mean, gene burn on your fucking vagina. Like if you just keep on rubbing up, I was so weird. And, and, and see for me also like i'm not a fan of strip clubs like in general principle so it's boring it's it's boring it's weird and also the the one experience i had was when i was working in radio and and uh i, I ended up having to go work work like you know we were handing out t-shirts and shit like you see sometimes the radio stations do and the club we were at was like this like fucking like c-list fucking strip club where it's full of single moms and girls working their way through college mm. but what was weird is i was 19 20 so those girls working their way through college were girls i went to fucking high school with so it's i sit down and like welcome to the stage mandy and i look up and i'm like that's julia from geometry oh god Oof. <laughs> oh god they'd walk by oh my god hi mike how you doing good I'm all right this is weird <laughs> i could see your got a fucking butt plug yes. a diamond butt plug Damn. what was weird is when you'd see the the single moms who'd go up and they're in the black light and they had, they're fucking the black lights making their c-section scars glow oh jeez that's so fucking weird <laughs> jesus christ this was this was a sincerely shitty place like you walked in the door and like would get like a shiver running up your spine uh. like oh fuck that. I, I, mean, it's, I used to be really big in strip clubs like a long long time ago probably when i was like 1920 we used to go like all the time and i don't know why it's just something to fucking do mm -hmm. i guess i remember we went to this like we used to go to diamonds diamonds is like a nice place to go to but we went to this one one time and the one stripper's breast smelled like vomit oh like she's giving me a lap dance like breathing on me 
Like, I don't, you smell like carrots, lady. Yeah, like, I, was, <laughs> I was almost like fucking Ridley from fucking <laughs> Aliens. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so it was almost like her pussy in my face. Oh. It was weird, dude. I don't know I got out of that phase fast. I think it's just weird. I was like, I never I never had the phase. It's like it's one of those. I, just, I don't even think I like. It was just something for us to do that wasn't like because we were eighteen. We're about we weren't twenty one yet, right? And there was something for us to like actually do do that was kind of like adult esque. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it's got that kind of exclusivity. Yeah, for me that was going to Hooters. But even then, like I went to Hooters twice and was kind of like even this just isn't. Like the food was better, maybe, but. <laughs> I've never been to a Hooters, man. Then the wing. Everyone's like, I go for the wings. And I'm like, okay, like I've been there twice. Food ain't that good. Yeah. Sh- shut the fuck up. We all know why you go. They even exist anymore? Oh, yeah, sure. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a, I, I'm a little amazed. Um, Me too. But yeah, there's still a thing. It's funny because working in, working in the radio station as long as I did down there, I'm friends to this day with so many like, because a lot of the girls who work at, at the Hooters are like, you know, like the aspiring models and actresses and shit like that. So it's like there are so many people I know who I met who started off as Hooters waitresses and are now like, you know, modeling and acting or, you know, teaching third grade geometry or some shit. <laughs> Got a third grade geometry. Who the fuck <laughs> is teaching geometry in third grade? But. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I remember I met one of those like I was working when I was working at Walmart and Tyler Lubin Express, this lady like walks by us this is like the one of the weirdest things that ever happened and me and this guy were her name joe and joe was like really stupid like mind <laughs> you like really stupid um but all of a sudden this girl like walks by us like because you know how the how the the garage was set up like it was kind of like in this like it was off the side of walmart you know kind of to the building off the side of walmart and like it's kind of like this area you can walk by and people used to walk by like all the time and finally this like like She's at least got to be like 22. She's at least, I know she's a legal age. She's at least 20, between 20 and 22. Mm-hmm. Maybe 25, pushing 25. She comes up, she's like, hey. I'm like, hey, how are you, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, she's like hey, can I actually show you guys pictures, see what you guys think? And we're like, yeah, sure. Like, it was just very weird. She's like, yeah, because I'm going on this interview. So we're like, which is even weirder, okay, mind yeah. you. But like, literally, she opens them up, and they're just new photos of her. Oh. And we're like, what the fuck? It's like, okay. what do you guys really think of that? I'm like, we're like, okay, let's see what we got here. Oh, those are your areolas. Yeah, okay. no, seriously, that's literally, we're <laughs> like, what the? F-? <laughs> like, me and him both look at it, like, what the fuck's going on? What? Elaborate, please. Yeah, okay. and she's like, yeah, I just, I just don't know if these are, like, I have an interview, like, I'm I'm going there now, and like, I don't know if these are, I'm, we're like, I, what? Uh, yeah, they're fine. I don't even know what to say. Right. So, okay. I, that was the, we're, when it comes to like model, when you said model, it brings up that moment in my life. I was just like, what the fuck? Do you remember the, you remember the first time you ever saw a boob? Like in, the, in, re, in real life, we're already in the picture. Like real the life, first time boob. you saw a naked boob. Real life, let's see. I think it was at a water park. Okay. Yeah. Just like top came off or. Yeah. When I said water, I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. That was creepy on your part. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's like um, one of those, like, it was at Kings Island's water park. It was literally like um, one of those pools that you get on the surfboard and, like, sprays you up and you're going to have to, like, yeah. yeah, and she just fucking wiped out and it fucking took off her top, period. <laughs> that was, I think that was the first time ever. Yeah. What about what about like first time you saw, like, a like a, like a nudie mag or uh, something on the internet or some shit like that? I don't really... Shit, nudie mag. It was my buddy at my buddy Josh's. 
Yeah. Uh, his dad's had some nudie mags. First time I ever saw watch porn. I think it was also at Josh's because they had Cinemax. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think so. I don't know. I, I didn't really watch a lot of porn, no. No? No. I do remember one time growing up, like, well, not when I was growing up. I was, like, 17, 18. Like, I get home late for my job at Marion's Pizza. And I'm pulling in the driveway. And, like, how it looked. Like, if you looked into our, like, kitchen mirror, mm-hmm. our kitchen window, you could, like, even just randomly, you could actually angle just right to where you could see, like, through the kitchen into another room. And then the computer screen was, like, right there. Oh, shit. All of a sudden, like, I get out of my car and all of a sudden I see, like, like just tits bouncing up and down. Like, what the fuck is it? Like, and then sure as shit, like I walk in there, it's not there anymore. My brother's just on the computer playing around because he heard me open up the door. I was, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? That's fucked up. That's fucking funny. I will always remember that though. I uh, my I didn't see my first like real life boob until college. Really? Yeah, I was a late eh. bloomer. I was a late bloomer, man. I I didn't date a lot in high school. I get late to us fucking in college. I wasn't technically even in college. Yeah, I was tw- I was twenty when I lost my virginity. Yeah. I think I was like also the same age. Yeah. I can't remember. Because I was I was I, I didn't even start my my first date was until my junior year of high school. So. I didn't date anybody in high school. No. Uh, when I say I dated in high school, I mean like it was like. Mom and dad dropped us off at the movie theater. Oh, I didn't do anything like that. <laughs> no, not even that. Not even that, dude. Wow. Not even that. Like, I didn't date anybody in high school. I talked to people, but I never, I talked, like, talked to, like, yeah, I was talking to a bunch of women. Now, when I met people, I was talking to, like, people. Right. No, I didn't date anybody. I mean, I went to a couple of school dances, then. Yeah. I didn't date anybody I in was, high school. I, I was, this was back in the days before being, before it was cool to be a nerd, so. Yeah. So yeah, there was I was never no hope for me. Like I went to prom with a girl who we went as friends, and then she spent the whole time hanging out with some other guy while we were there. And oh, that's exciting. That uh, was great. And I was like, cool. I'm gonna go stand in the corner and eat chicken fingers. That's great. I went to prom with a chick I had a crush on. Oh, I like this. I like this girl. Don't get me wrong. But we were but, like friends, so like yeah. I didn't want to like ruin that either. That's kind of what it, it was. It was I. I was willing to ruin it. She oh. was not. <laughs> She's like, because like she was literally like senior prom. She was like. I wasn't going to go. And then she asked me if I wanted to go. I was like, yeah, I'll go. Like, right. Okay. And we just hung out and chilled. Nothing happened. But yep. God, she yeah. is gorgeous. She still is gorgeous. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Melissa. That's my wife's <laughs> name. <laughs> I, you know, every once in a while I get, I'm not friends with anybody from except me, like my best friend from high school, I'm still friends with, but every once in a while I'll be like, Hey, this person, you might know them. It's some chick I went to high school with. And, most of them are still fucking gorgeous as hell, and I'm kind of like, good for you. Then you see a couple of them where you're just kind of like, you are not the person. You are the person that oh, ate the person I went to high school with. I uh, I just love when the the people I hated in high school gone downhill. Oh, it's the best. Then and there's also the ones that are like recovering addicts. And I'm like, yeah, I knew that. Saw that coming. Yeah, <laughs> and like, good for them. They're in recovery, but like you're like, yep, I kind of expected that. Like I, f- I don't know if I ever told you how I fucked my way out of depression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> Shit, like that's so bad. Like you actually, when you're depressed and fuck people, like you fuck yourself deeper into depression until <laughs> you just rock bottom and fuck your way out. I should have an STD, but I don't. It's <laughs> fucking wild. To no, me. I drink and jerk my way out of depression. Nah, can't do that. Now I would not. Now I just tell jokes about it. Yeah, I would never fucking go on that kind of spree again. You got any shows coming up? Fuck no. Nothing? No. 
February the 5th, I think it's a show, like an actual show show. Yeah. There's really nothing going I mean, There's nothing going on. I'm just featured last weekend, which was nice. How, yeah, how'd that go? How would last weekend go? It was good. We had, we had two two pretty big names, mm-hmm. didn't we? Who, I can't remember who it was. It was Derek Zoo and me and then Carl. Derek Zoo. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a road comic. Right. Straight up road comic. Um, I didn't mean big names like we ain't like fucking Chappelle in here. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Talent, talent wise, yeah, probably typical real comment. Doing it ten plus years, really good, really solid. Um, it was well. I mean, first show. There's only two shows now because the pandemic. Yeah, one show sat Friday, one show Saturday. Saturday, I mean Friday night. I think I ended on straight like five straight applause breaks or some shit like that. Holy shit! Like I was seriously like, holy fuck, fuck. They fucking love me. Like to the point wow. where I was like, I don't, huh, I don't deserve this. <laughs> I was like, fucking shit. Uh, show Saturday, they were tight. Carl, who's a great, who's a great comic, hosted. He was having a hard time with them. Guest spot had a hard time with them. Me, like the first ten minutes of my set, I was just like picking you, them apart. Would you do twenty? I did like thirty. Oh, really? It's like twenty-eight to thirty. Wow. At, at the last fifteen minutes, I finally had them. But they were they were they were hard to crack. Yeah, it was hard to crack for like a while, like really while. Jeez. And I kind of like, and then I was in my middle of my set, like I was like getting them going, and I'd like do something and throw like. I talked like an audience member real fast and yeah. kind of like fucked up my style. Not uh, fucked up my style, but fucked up my momentum. And like I had to do that like a couple times before I was like, what? Like I was like on this roll and then I do something. I was like, in my head, I was like, why did I just do that? Like, oh, completely, yeah. That completely threw off like I had them. Threw off your rhythm. Yeah. Did that a couple times. But like the last 15 minutes of set, it was, it was solid. And like I eventually had them. They were liking me and stuff like that. So were, got, they, were they wanting more blue or were they just? I don't know what they wanted. They were just tight. Like I, that was what bugged me the most is like Carl has like a good, because he's Chinese. Yeah. And he was like, hi, I'm Carl. Like uh, I'm going to continue to wear this mask, blah, blah, blah. Like, Cause I'm from Wuhan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like it's a good like opener like I, I didn't do it how exactly I did it's a good opener and like yeah. I've seen it like work every time with them they were like really and I was like whoa like they just this joke about his name and it's a really good joke and it gets gets a laugh like every time and they were yeah. like eh. you know I haven't seen him since he's been back really Ohio he's good he's gotten really good he was great before he left and then I have I, just, I haven't seen him since he's been back and I Carl is one of the funniest fucking people ever. I said, but they didn't get those jokes. They didn't laugh at those jokes. I was like, fuck. Kind of makes you think like tonight's gonna, it's gonna be a long. Yeah, so I was thinking, like, I, I saw the audience. I was like, this is gonna be good audience. Like, yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. And then like, it was a big crowd. I was like thirty. As big as you can get, kind of. Huh? Yeah, for pandemic type stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was like thirty, and I was like, and then Kyle went up. to Kyle's energetic and all that stuff, and Kyle, I like, kind of like didn't have a great set either and like it's jokes didn't land like i was like fuck i don't even know what the fuck i got up there i was like fuck like all right let's see what happens and like did some like blue stuff they didn't like it but then they started like in other blue stuff at the end like something like i don't know weird and then they would like not like weird stuff but then love other weird stuff so i was like <laughs> the point at the end of the like i was doing blue mixed with weird at the very end like cons like blah 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 blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah and they finally were getting it but it took like it was like a good 10 to 15 minutes before they were on, like, enjoyed. How'd Derek do? He did fine. I mean, yeah. He's a real guy. doing 10 plus year. He's kind of like. Kind of makes you wonder, like, were they just there to see Derek? No, nah, I think they wanted to be talked to. Oh, they wanted the interaction. They wanted the interaction. Oh. Yeah. I got Because, like, I'm not great. Like, when I do interactions, it's like two separate characters. Yeah. 
um, they wanted the interaction. And he, I mean, he brought it. He did good. Like, good. I know, I knew a couple of people there to actually there to see him, but they just wanted to be talked, like, to be involved. Right. Felt like they were involved, and they just want to hear, like, joke jokes mm. or, like, straight material. I mean, he did well. That's good. I honestly thought I was going to bury him on Friday, though. I was like, holy fuck, I think I might have just buried him. <laughs> I felt bad, too. I was like, but now he, like, he's a pro, and he did fucking, he did fucking great. So you said you got one coming up on the 5th? Yeah, it's in Chillicothe. It's going to be fun. Is it just an open mic or? No, it's an actual show. Oh, it's, shit. It's not the stalker. I think I'm doing like 10 minutes. Who else is on it? I can't Anybody think Jarrell, Dusty, Harvey, okay. John Morris, maybe. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It should be fun. I'm excited okay. for it. Ooh. I'm not doing any. I don't think I'm going to do any comedy this week, though. It's taking a week off. Yeah. Fucking. Fuck yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't know. I was so like. Not over, like, this is my first feature weekend at the home club, so I was just like, all right, like, and passive, like, over-prepared for shit. Yeah. So I didn't try to over-prepare, which was nice, but I went over my material, like, once or twice, like, every other day, and I was just kind of like, that's like an hour every yeah. day of just going over your jokes and shit like that. So it's just like, which is really isn't that much, but it's kind of like, you do that for, like, a week, it's like, ugh, well... It's funny you mention that. I was watching some old episodes of the show from from last year, right before COVID hit. Uh-huh. Which I can't, I still can't believe. Like I'm watching these episodes, and it says like you know February of 2020, and it feels so fucking long ago. I know because of the way 2020 turned out, and it was it was me and me and Dusty, and we were talking about uh, both peeing at that point where we're kind of like, you know, unless I have like a big show I need to prep for, like not doing open mics anymore because it was one of those just like it's. A, you get so tired of taking time out of your day to go do five minutes to three people who aren't paying attention. But now where I look at where I'm at right now, it's kind of like, fuck, I got to start going back to open mics again. Oh, no, definitely. Like, I'm definitely, if I, I might hit one open mic this week, I doubt it. But I'm really sitting there like, I don't go to an open mic to riff. A lot of people, like, right. a lot of people riff. Like, I have a specific, my joke style is like, Da 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 da. Like yeah. I'm going there literally to like. You're a setup. You set up punch, set up punch, punch. set up punch. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm going there to get the words out. Yeah. And to practice those words. Which and, and everybody goes for different reasons. You know, for me at this point, I need it would be just shake off the rust because it's been so damn long. And um, but also just like you said, like there is that. You, when you get open mics are where you know you're you're practicing your your cadence and 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 the delivery you never you never go like i've seen people go there and try to do just crowd work yeah that's so you stupid. can't do crowd work at an open mic hey you gotta have a crowd yeah and if any if you do have a crowd they're not there for for fucking you fuck no i don't know i saw his view it as like i'm like i'm never done like unless they're like a there's like a crowd like crowd crowd like i've never done great open mics because i'm literally like just trying to practice material like word for word yeah to where i prepare it for like the actual stage stage yeah and so how it's always been is like you know early in the week try out these jokes by sunday if i'm on the sunday show like see if they work in front of an actual audience audience yeah type thing but yeah no i would would usually like if ever if i like if i had a while you sunday coming up or when uh, when Kevin was still doing the the Barrel House, uh, God, I missed that show. Me too. Um, I would go do like Sugar Melon or something like that, just to go be on a stage for five minutes and warm up a little bit, I guess. But 
Oh yeah, I gotta knock fucking knock off the rust. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I've always been I actually talked to my wife about it. Like my biggest thing, like I said, has always been over preparing. Yeah. She was like, You probably cause like and it didn't hit to me until I was like doing my feet like until I was ready to get for feature set and I'm like, What has gone wrong in the past that like I know my jokes? Why aren't they coming off as like more like mm. like a robotic? And I was like, fuck, like I think what I'm doing is what I did in high school. Like I'm literally like over preparing. Yeah. And so like I hosted like two weeks prior and like I fucking had great sets all weekend. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I really, I knew my material. Mm-hmm. I didn't forget. Like I knew my material. I didn't have to worry about it. Like I kind of went over the shit that I wanted to go on. Like not every single fucking day, like three or four times a day. Like I used to. Yeah. I kind of worked. Yeah. Nice. I, I had that problem because I came from such a strict theater background when I first started my sets were scripts. Yeah. And and that works when you're 17 and you're going to high school talent shows where people aren't going to fucking talk and and but but then the first time you go to like a, an open mic or uh a, you know on some other show the first time anything happens that that you're not prepared for you have you cannot recover. No. You're completely done. And so that's what that was my my big Achilles heel for the longest time was I was so over prepared in terms of what the material was going to be that I couldn't, uh, I couldn't wing it if I needed to. And you've got to be able to wing it. Mm-hmm. So the last couple of years I've tried to do a lot more like not necessarily winging it so much as, as like just not, not relying too heavily on the actual. It's like, it's like, it's like giving a good interview. Like you have your, you have your questions that you want to try to hit. But also kind of living a little bit more in the moment and not being yeah going with the flow yeah so yeah. that's that's been my my big struggle has been finding that that happy medium of prepared but not like not scripted I guess my my biggest thing issue in the past was I'm afraid I'm gonna forget my material yeah afraid I'm gonna forget my material I have so much of it I'm afraid and like especially your style. But then, like, I pick up, like, on I practice at home, like, I can go 40, 45 minutes without remembering all my shit. And I'm like, all right, like, I don't understand. Like, I can wait, like, two weeks and not do anything and remember my jokes. I'm like, I might miss one every now and then, like, fuck up wording on it. But I'm like, okay, like, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. But then once you get up on that stage. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Well, I I don't know if you and I have talked about it. I know I talked about it with Jody McDermott, but there's that, there's that, that onstage amnesia. Like you remember walking up on stage and you remember walking up, walking off stage. You don't remember a fucking thing that went down that time you were up there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you don't. You I, really don't. I've watched, I've watched Like I went like fireworks. The one, the one time I did fireworks to watch my video back. And I was like, I don't remember doing half that shit. I did some crowd work and I was like, I don't remember talking to that lady <laughs> at all. And it was funny and it fucking killed. And I'm like, why don't I fucking remember that shit? No, there's sometimes there's other times like, what was it? Fucking. I'll be on stage and I'll do jokes. I haven't done in like four years. Oh really? I'm like, Oh fuck. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just like, fuck it. Let's just see what I, like, I did it Friday. I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna tell these stupid jokes because everybody's they're They're liking me. Mm-hmm. And like jokes I hadn't done. Like one joke was like a Planned Parenthood's name is ironic. <laughs> and it just like kind of murdered. I was like, literal pun intended murdered but <laughs> i was like fuck i haven't told that joke in forever because like it failed like two times in a row and i was really? like oh, i'm just gonna get rid of that joke and then like a couple other ones too i was like that i was like well i can't remember what they were but i remember thinking like fuck why did they get rid of these that was my big plan for 2020 was because i have a lot of bits i don't have a lot of like 
bigger chunks. So my plan was to take a lot of the, the bits that I had, the ones that I knew were good. Cause I, I, right now I have a, well, at the, before COVID I had, a, I had a solid 10. My goal was to start expanding on that, like taking the bits and making them into, into bigger, bigger chunks and all that. Um, yeah, hasn't happened yet, but uh, that was yeah. I mean, a lot of plans got thrown out the window. Oh, everybody's plans did. Yeah, but that's that's still the goal is is to start taking what I have that I know works and expanding on it to where it's not just it's not just bits. Like right now, I have a shitload of bits, but that can only carry you so far. My goal by the end of the year is have ten more minutes. Yeah, ten more new minutes. Like I'm working on five right now. That is my goal. I want to have a solid like forty five by the end of the year. Fuck yeah! So See, that's good. That that's that's you can take that shit on the road. Yeah, that's kind of my fucking goal. Yeah. So it's been a pain, but I need I need I need COVID to go away, and I need people to really start pumping money into Wiley's because every time I do go to Wiley's, and I look at the way it's set up, all I can think, and th- this is just me speaking as a as a producer, as I think to myself, is just like. I could do so many amazing things. Not not like me on stage, but like in, yeah. like in terms of like, I could, if Wiley's just had the money to pay me, if people would show up and Wiley's had the 500 bucks to pay me, I could fucking shoot people's specials and record their albums and shit and do all kinds of fun shit with Wiley's. But they just don't have the money to, they don't have, they don't have the money to, to, to put into it. Mm-mm. We had had, uh, I don't know if I ever told you about this or if we talked about it on here or not. We, I had had originally this plan to do a, uh, like a th- like one of those 30-minute infomercials, mm-hmm. but it was going to be done as a TV show. Um, remember, remember Comic Remix on Comedy Central yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day where it was like, here's clips from all the stand-up shows from this week. It was going to be something like that, but it was going to be from Wiley's Sunday night oh, okay, uh, local show. Yeah, that's cool. And it would run for and it would run for like a month of you know that month's Sunday shows, and it would be you know clips of, of everybody who went up, and and then like you know some some little segments about like you know the history of Wiley's, and it was it's a whole gonna be a whole thing. We had it we had it written out and blocked, and this this was back with the we'll call him the old owner, uh, whose whose name rhymes with Harry, um, piece and, of shit. Yeah, no, that's not it. No, it's. Yeah. <laughs> No, see if there was a if there, to, to quote Richard Jenny if there was a piece of if there was a piece of corn in a piece of shit whatever the worst part of that piece of corn is is still better than than that guy Richard Jenny was so good I miss Richard Jenny so fucking much can't God. believe he killed himself oh man he's he's one of my favorites like like hands down that dude's because he's got that old school that old school Broadway style. Like he like kind of kind of like Mario Cantone, only not gay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's actually a really good <laughs> way to describe him. Straight Mario Cantone. I mean, that dude. Watching him on stage, I mean, it was like watching a Broadway one man show. I it's mean, weird. Like, there's for, stories of him. Like, he'll do like four or five different hours for a weekend. Yeah, it's it's. it's and you're like, what? It's that the guy was that guy was on another fucking level. Yeah. Um, his last special that he did, the one he did before he died, where he does like his bit about um. <laughs> when you like when your wife drinks red wine and she's on her period and turns into a witch and the more he talks about like playing a personality poker where it's like hi i'm i'm david i'm scorpio hi i'm cindy i'm a psycho Pfft, putting all your cards on the table oh yeah yeah yeah. it's like i have an imaginary friend named bosco Pfft, you know bosco <laughs> <laughs> yeah <it's so> good. <laughs> 
uh, his the one he does about uh, fucking Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson was still on trial. It's kind of like this got to be the easiest job in the world to prosecute Michael Jackson. It's just, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, there he is. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> take a take one long look at him. Tell me you think he's capable of doing anything out of the ordinary. <laughs> He's so fucking good. Oh, my God. He was so fucking good. Did you ever see Mario Cantone's Laugh Horror show? Mm-mm. It was on HBO. This was, this was like 2002. It was a it was a three-hour show. He did uh, like an hour 20 and then did an, inter- did an intermission, which he still performed during the intermission. Like he, like the curtains go down and everyone's like get to go to the bathroom and shit. And he comes out like, like in a fucking bathrobe and like, like, like he's taking a break and keeps fucking with people in the audience and then goes off stage, comes back to us like another hour and fucking 20. And it's like, there's, there's musical numbers in this shit. There's, there's the whole thing where he has the, he does his own take on the vagina monologues. Oh Jesus. Where he has people in the crowd shout out like celebrity names and he would do their version of the vagina monologues. And it was like, he's like, someone goes, your sister says, uh, Marilyn Monroe. And he goes, my, my vagina is the Kennedy compound. <laughs> Jesus, it's, it's like it's, it's like a three hour, and the guy just doesn't stop the whole time. And I'm like, this guy's on, guy's a, a fucking alien. I'm it's just, that's fucking crazy. I know you don't see shit like that anymore. No, no. But the, the industry's changed, though. Yeah, I mean, I think the most you'll see somebody do is like maybe an hour twenty tops yeah. anymore. I don't think like. But like we live in a world where Glenn Beck has had a comedy special. So did he really? No, it was years ago. I kill myself now. So it was like 10, 15 years ago. I remember because because I, I used to go to the movie theater and I'd see ads for it. It was one of those fathom event things. Well, how did the fuck did he get? <laughs> I gotta adjust my nuts. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I gotta adjust my testes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know who fucking greenlit that shit. Because I remember sitting in the theater. Because the tea party when they were around. Yeah, no shit. I remember sitting in the theater. They'd be like, "You've seen him on on Fox and Friends," and blah blah. blah. And I was like, "Who the fuck?" Because like, I didn't know who he was at the time. I wasn't watching fucking Fox News. I wonder if it was funny. Oh, I wonder. I do wonder. He probably performed at the riot. <laughs> probably was a riot. Uh huh. Oh, and you know, that's the thing is one of those. It's like. I can admit when shit's funny. It's just whether or not I like the guy, you know, but it's fucking Glenn Beck. Fucking Glenn Beck has a comedy special. Jesus what does that tell you? I know. You should kill yourself. That's what it fucking tells you. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, folks, that'll do it for this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. If you want to follow us online, you can follow Mike Wells on Twitter and Instagram at MikeWTFWells. And you can follow me, Mike Shea, at MrMikeShea on Twitter and Instagram as well. You can also follow this show on Twitter and Instagram at TBL underscore pod. And uh, we got a brand new website under construction for you guys with uh, some cool new stuff coming down the line as well. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we'll catch you guys again next week with another episode. And until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care, and bye-bye.